welcome to Fangirl Fridays. I'm Natalie. And I'm Marin. Hi. Hello. Hello. Happy Friday. How's it going? Good. Yeah? I think. I don't know. I don't like November. Just it, like period? I'm not a fan. Oh, okay. Of November. You were not fangirling over November no. is what you were saying. It's a weird time. Everyone thinks it's Christmas, and it's not. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving kind of sucks. What? No, we talked about this last year. I, it's my favorite holiday. It's just food, and it makes you feel bad. No, it's food and, and friends and family, and it's I do great. like you have, like, an open house thing in the morning. That's, yes. I like that. Yeah. You also don't like football, so I get that. That's yeah, like a fun. There's nothing for me <laughs> unless I watch the Macy's Day Parade. I don't know. Complex yeah, carbs. That fun. feels like that's for you. It is, but it backfires. Oh, mm-hmm. I understand. Yeah. Yeah, I love a good pie. Last year we had a key lime, unconventional mm-hmm. Thanksgiving pie, but delicious. Yeah, we had Thanksgiving together last we year. We did, adorable. Um, it's kind of necessary. You need like a palate cleanser. Yeah. Um, after all that, all that meat and such. Uh, speaking of, speaking one of the of things I'm okay. no, no food. <laughs> okay. <laughs> one of the things I'm fangirling over, Bob, brought us huge Reese's cups, and they're literally staring me in the face. There's two cups in this package. They're like. Pounds. It's eight ounces. It's a half a pound cup. Um, it's ridiculous. But they're on a shelf and they're literally staring at they're me. They're staring at us right now. How long before we eat them? My favorite was when uh, Emmy Award winning producer Bob went to the Midwest and immediately saw a billboard for lawyers, abortion, and what was the other thing that we Christianity? said? Christianity. Immediately. I was like, mm-hmm, we got it. We did it. We, we know. We know. What else are you feeling growing over? Um, I went to South Pasadena last weekend. <laughs> Which and is a town. Um, a lot of the movie Halloween was filmed there. Mm-hmm. And we went to the filming locations for fun. That's fun. And it's just such a nice, quaint area. <laughs> I, charming. I understand why Halloween was filmed there, like a Midwest fall vibe. Yeah. I was uh, into it. I might move there someday. Also, Father of the Bride. The Father of the Bride house Which is I there. need to see. Yeah. Um, also, the 90210 house is in Pasadena. So maybe really? we... Yeah. Not Beverly Hills. Not Beverly Hills. Maybe we just need to go see the Walsh's house. We need to take a little excursion east to Pasadena. Um, What about you? Speaking of 90210, (gasps) I know you're like so excited right now. I was driving home the other day and I was speaking to my mother over my car speakers and I was at a stoplight and I like just casually looked to the left and who was there but Ian Ziering. Oh my God. And, like, I had to stop talking because we were making direct eye contact. And so if I were to say, oh, that's Ian Ziering, like, he would have obviously been able to read my lips. (laughs) And I got to say, he looked good. I freaked out. I know. More so that you said he looked good. He looked good. Like, that was my first thought. I was like, oh, who's that sort of, like, attractive older man? I mean, he's not that old, but I was just like, Steve Sanders? What? Like, his hair is he wearing a tank top? No, he was wearing mm. a, a tight shirt, though. Mm. He also had his child, like, draped over him, which was, like, sort of adorable. Yeah. But, you know, in the 90s, he had that, like, tight curl. He doesn't have yes. that anymore. Oh. <laughs> Did you want it? Like, yeah. But he still, his hair's, like, still kind of got that, like, mullety thing going on. But, like, I don't God know. God bless it was working. that mullety thing. It was working for me. And now I have seen, of the cast of 90210, I have seen Shannon Doherty. I have seen. Wait, Where? At the Us Weekly Hot in Hollywood party like oh, yeah, four okay. years ago. Um, I've seen Tori Spelling at the Grove with all of her 47 children. Um, she looked better than you would think she does. 
and now I've seen Ian Deering. I can't remember if I've seen Jenny and Carr. T- Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Yes, and Tiffany Amber Thiessen. comes in later. Yes. And so is that my goal? Like before Jason I, Priestley, where are you at? Before I leave Los Angeles, I like have to collect all of the Please. 90210 stars. Including the Walsh parents, though. Oh, yeah. Ooh, they're, tricky. They're important. Tricky, tricky. Um, and then the other thing that I'm fangirling over is you came to work today in a very lovely blazer. And I'm in on it. Yeah. Guys, I've had this blazer since I was a teenager. It's from the Victoria's Secret catalog. And let me just say, because this is a podcast that talks about nostalgia, mm-hmm. the Victoria's Secret catalog used to be great. Yeah. And now it is garbage. Fire. Mm-hmm. It went from cool clothes to straight up sweatpants. Yeah. And they that's all, all like, we get. They all say something on the butt. They all say pink on the butt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pink on the butt. That's not what I came for. You want blazers. Yeah. You want- I had a great winter coat from there. Really? Used to get all my swimwear from there. <sighs> Our catalog's just dead. Our catalog's dead. I think so. Did you? But I still get excited if I get one in the mail. Did you ever get the JCPenney catalog? Yeah, the Christmas one. That thing was like thick. It's a Bible. It's a Bible. And you would like go through and circle all the stuff that you wanted. Is that a communal experience? Yes. Like everyone wanted to do that? Okay. But like I never got anything from that no, catalog. me either. I would also always like take a look at like the drapes section. Mm-hmm. I was really into interiors I even as a kid. I the entire thing. Yes. Like you needed to know. And like you were always sort of intrigued by like the like very demure bras <laughs> like there was a lot of like <laughs> old lady grandma bras it's like in all there. beige and like yeah pale pink everything was super modest um but yeah the jc penny catalog who knew delia's come on there were some great catalogs back in the day yeah poor R. i still get a wig catalog in the mail <laughs> because i bought a wig once and that means i'm over the age of 65 and i deserve a catalog every month <laughs> oh <my> god <laughs> a wig catalog it's actually really great. It kind of made me want to change careers. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> I have to edit this. No. I can't. Oh it God. made me want to switch careers and become a wig model because it is fantastic. Don't you think it's you... just curly wigs and women just smiling into a camera. Don't you think you probably just could still be a wig model? Like on the side? Is yeah. that like a full are you crying? Or, I'm crying. I'm crying too. <laughs> oh God, you're such a lovable weirdo. Oh, <sighs> top top five favorite people. Um okay. So do we have anything else other than that other than that wig I don't know, I'm sweating now. Gem. Um, oh, welcome to my life. Um, I don't think so. I don't think I'm fangirling over anything else other than this conversation. Last okay. week, we went to Hawaii. It was a lovely trip. Yeah. It's uh, quick. It was quick. Uh, you know, a quick little... It's a six-hour jaunt for us yeah. on the West Coast. Um, one thing we didn't mention that anyone I knew who went to Hawaii when I was a kid, like, those people were rich, right? Because yeah. it's like to go to Hawaii from the Midwest <laughs> was like 10 hours. Like, it's less time to go to Europe than it is to go to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, oh, those people got money. Like, oh, so-and-so's going to Maui? Whoa. Yeah, what's that? <laughs> I know. I was like, we're just well, I'm going it. to, like, the Great Lakes. <laughs> Or In like winter. Mexico or something. It was like a three-hour flight to like Cancun. Nope. Didn't um, go there either. Nope. The Great Lakes. So this week, where are we going to go? We're going all over the place. Yeah. We're going to Europe. We're going to hit some hot spots. Yes, we are. Um, should we... What do we want to start with? London? Should we start with London? Yeah. Yeah. Some, some great shows. We'll ease on in. Okay. So the first show that we would like to discuss that went to London is a show that we both sort of have like casually watched, but I wouldn't say 
I'm not like a rabid fan of the show. I have hardly watched the show, actually. It kind of made me realize my parents must hate white family sitcoms because I just didn't grow up with these shows. <laughs> what were you like, watching? Unless I was watching them somewhere else. Okay. Uh, yeah, what were my parents watching? Because we watched Simpsons. We watched, I don't know, my dad taped a lot of late night shows. Oh, I don't know. Interesting. Okay. I'm going to have to call him. Yeah, figure question. it out. <laughs> Tom, we need to know. Um, so the first show we want to talk about is. Family Ties, guys. And this is Family Ties Vacation. Vacation. It's a TV movie. Yes. A lot of these tend to be TV movies. Um, but it was too, like, in syndication, we watched it in two parts. Yeah. But it was just a, a one-time event. Um, my favorite fact about this is that this movie aired on September 23rd, 1985. You know what came out on July 3rd, 1985? What? Back to the Future. Okay. So Michael J. Fox is like the biggest, the biggest movie yeah. star. And then he's in this like low budge TV, TV movie for family. I, I will say, when I watched this, I was like, this is just Marty Mc, a boring Marty McFly. <laughs> boring to the future. He goes to. Boring to the future. He goes to, he goes to Oxford. Uh huh. Gets bullied. Gets bullied. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's backtrack a little. Okay. Here's the synopsis for this. Okay. Alex finds Oxford. Mallory finds love. And their TV family finds espionage in London. Espionage. Espionage will be a, a recurring theme, theme. Yeah. <laughs> of, of all of these things. I think you have a promo for this. Do we want to just, like, play that? Sure. Looking for a few good gags, Michael J. Fox stars in a world movie premiere. That kind of throws a wrench into the works. Family Ties Vacation tonight. All right. That, <laughs> and that doesn't even get me excited. No. It was just like, this is happening Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whereas I was very excited by the Save by the Bell because there was like a lot of sound effects and uh-huh. stuff. Yeah, this one. I will say, though, right off the bat, I was like, am I watching a Peter Sellers movie? Like, it feels a little Pink Panther in yeah. a way. Like, the espionage elements are so comedic. There, Yeah, it was kind of like British humor, too. Yes, it's which very British I'm not humor. a huge fan of. Yeah. Um, so basically, the Keatons go to England, which seems like a month-long vacation. Like, how yeah. long are they there? Well, they're there at least two weeks. Yes. Um, very expensive hotels. Um, but so they go to England to, like, drop off Alex at Oxford. And along the way... <laughs> Elise somehow sits next to like a spy and he hides some microfilm in In a a hairbrush. Why? And then like slips it in her purse. And then that sets off this like long chain of events where it happens for two hours. (laughs) These two these two spies are like trying to get the hairbrush and then there's like a British dude that's trying to help them. And it's just like it's like constant back and forth. Are we to presume that those spies are German? I have no idea. So I was thinking, though, that this is funny because this was still a time where, like, the bad guys were, like, the communists, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like they're Germans or they're Russians. Like, they're not ISIS. Like, the bad guys now are, like, ISIS. You know what I mean? It's like, I was like, oh, this was a simpler times um, where just these two buffoons are the bad dudes. Um, I don't know. At the end, she's on the plane again and questions that guy. And you're like, this is... This is not politically correct. I know. It's very not. The whole thing is unpolitically correct. But anyway, so they get to Oxford. They drop off Alex. And he has a roommate who is a A lord. A lord. He is the most, like, picture the most stereotypical, boring British actor. Uh It's him. It's that guy. It's that guy. Yep. And he immediately falls for Mallory. 
And you know why I think so? A salmon jumpsuit. <laughs> I know exactly why. She's wearing a salmon jumpsuit that has like, it's almost like if a parachute got made into a jumpsuit. You know what I mean? Yeah. It has like like straps or and tassels. And like London is kind of gray and it's just like really popping. <laughs> Her salmon jumpsuit. Yeah. yeah. She's standing out. She's standing out. Um, Very like, I'm American. My like, favorite. Screams it. This is off topic. Well, my favorite Justine Bateman movie is a movie called Satisfaction. Mm. And it's about Justine Bateman is the singer of a like a cover band. Okay. And they go like play at some bar for the summer. Julia Roberts is the bass player. What? It's amazing. Okay. <laughs> Back in. Back in. So basically the only reason that the Lord ends up liking Alex at all is because he likes Mallory. Um, and but he doesn't even really like him for a while. So no. Alex is just getting bullied Straight like relentlessly. Bullied. Yeah. For no reason. For no reason. By all these Oxford assholes. Yeah. They're all kind of dicks. Yeah. Like they steal his clothes. They like beat up on him in rugby. There's like a bunch of stuff. And then at one point, I think it's just because the Lord loves Mallory so much. He's like, have you tried rowing? Like, let's try rowing. And then all of a sudden, like Alex has rose twice and then he's on the team. I don't know how that works. Well, he did say it was summer session and it was hard to find someone else. So basically he was the only person available. (laughs) So they were like, (laughs) you, you're on the team. Um, But yeah, they crew. But this whole time there's like... Like, the first 40 minutes of it, I was very entertained. Yeah. I was really on board. Mallory does some cheerleading mm-hmm. to, for the Lord, and he's like, I've never seen this before. Yeah. Which, I, is that is cheerleading an American-only thing? I think so. Okay. Oh, it is, well, a little bit. So, a little sidebar as to when my I lived in England as a kid, um, and so I played a sport called netball, which is kind Love of like that. basketball, but it doesn't have a backboard and you can only take like two steps at a time and you wear a skirt. What? Yeah. It's a whole thing. But anyway, I was a basketball player, so netball came very naturally to me. Mm-hmm. Not of the course. skirt wearing part. But so we go to a match or like our, my, our team, our school is playing another school and my dad and my mom come and they're like cheering, like vocally like mm-hmm. as as one would as like an american parent of a child and my dad straight up got scolded by like a mother on the other team because she was like we have to cheer equally for both sides and my dad was like what <laughs> like no that's not how like competition works um you're getting a little like insight into like my it. family and like why i'm competitive but yeah he like got yelled at and then afterwards you would go and you have tea with the other team Oh, like that's sandwiches nice. and stuff. Yeah, like the crustless sandwiches. Like it's a whole thing. It's kind of lovely, but it also just very like it reminded me of like when David was on and he was talking about the Great British Bake Off. Mm-hmm. And it's just like it's lovely, pretty yeah. kind of lovely, except for these dicks. Um, yeah, except for the students at Oxford. Except for the yeah, <laughs> in nineteen eighty five. I was thinking like a British accent can either be hyper charming or like hyper evil. Like there's like nothing yeah. really in the middle. And like this guy kind of seemed like kind of evil for a but while. But the Lord. Has a apparently we find out he has a terrible relationship with his father. Mm-hmm. His father like won't hug him. He has to hug the servants. Yeah, it was very sad. And um, he's like very jealous of the relationship Alex and his dad have. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, Alex has a five by seven photo of him and his dad. And his dad is in like framed a chef hat. Yeah, yeah, it's framed at Oxford. Mm-hmm. They're there for two weeks. His dad is in England. Yeah. Why? Does he have the photo? My favorite part too is that the, he, Alex is writing letters to his parents. Like, is he writing letters to the hotel? And like, how quickly do they get there? Why don't you just call the hotel for <laughs> two minutes? I know it's a local call at that point. Like, it's not and long distance. They see each other enough in this TV movie 
it makes no sense. Um, so all in all, like, it's a little bit of a mess. It's kind of fun for a while, and then poor like. The, the youngest daughter. Nobody nobody cares. No. Tina Yothers, I think is her name in real life. Just she does she has like four she does lines. Nothing. She has four lines. She eats pizza once. They straight up leave Andy at home. Like they've had the other baby mm-hmm. at this point. Like they're like, We're not sending that kid to Yeah, we're gonna go have fun. Yeah. I will say though, it does a very good job of showcasing the city. They like mm-hmm. are all over London and it's like they very obviously went to London as opposed to just like filming on yeah, a set. Yeah, they're proving a point. Oh yeah. It's like they're at Westminster Abbey, you see Buckingham Palace. Like you see everything basically that you think you should see in a London episode. You think you should see. Yeah. Um, but I gotta say, it felt really desperate to me. Like it felt. Oh, your desperation level's high. My desperation level's real this high. This is um, like in the middle. Like there yeah. were two or three more seasons after this TV movie. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel necessary, that's for sure. No, and I think it doesn't feel like the rest of the show. My, I had a note, and I had to go back and check it. It doesn't have a laugh track. Like, there's no laughter at all, and it felt empty Oh, in a way. I also read that it came out the same year as European Vacation with similar uh, plot points, guys. Very, very similar plot points. Which came out first. Yeah. <laughs> They're just not driving around and around Big Ben. Yeah. <laughs> um, I... I like every time I watch Family Ties and like, oh, the show is charming and like Skippy, miss him. Um, but it felt unnecessary and it felt long. Yeah. Which was a it real It felt bummer. like they were trying to keep Michael J. Fox on the show. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Like, I'd give it like a six or seven yeah. on my desperation. My desperation rating. level, I would say seven or eight for sure. Um, okay. Should we move on? Yeah, somewhere else. Because like. Kind of boring. The, the last 40 minutes of Family Ties Vacation, you don't need it. You don't Throw need it. it. Out. No, they spend a lot of time in the country. You don't need it. Um, all right, guys. One of our favorite shows goes to London. And I think you know what we're talking about. It's Friends. So these are the ones with Ross's wedding, part one and two. So this is 19... Uh, this is 1998. Probably, well, that's when it came out, when Friends came out. So it's probably like... 2000. No, this is 98. Yeah, because it came out in 90. Um, this is prime friends to me. Yeah. Season four. Like, everyone looks amazing. This is like Phoebe's pregnant with the triplets because she's actually pregnant. And in, she cannot fly. In real life. Lisa Kudrow is really pregnant. No one has like gotten to be like a caricature of themselves yet. Like, everyone is firing on all cylinders. And so I watch this. I have seen these episodes probably 100 times. They're- most shown in syndication, too. Yes. I've seen them so many times. Um, okay, so for those that don't remember, I'll read the little synopsis. Rachel, Monica, Joey, Chandler, and Ross go to London for the wedding, where Joey meets Sarah Ferguson, the Duchess of York. Rachel frantically tries to get to London and tell Ross that she loves him before he marries Emily. Ross's parents argue with Emily's parents, Stephen and Andrea Waltham. Um, and a lot of things go down. A lot of things go down. So, first of all, just Emily in general. First of all, fact, Emily was supposed, like, they were supposed to work out. Oh, really? Like, I had forever? no idea. <laughs> like, we were supposed to like Emily. Oh. And just people were like, no, not in on it? She, Emily, um, got pregnant. She was actually pregnant in the, these episodes. Like, uh, her boobs got big, I guess. Is that why she has the Ampere waist, like, uh-huh. wedding dress? Mm-hmm. And she refused to be, like, outside of England oh. while she was pregnant and, like, had a baby. And they were just like, we have to figure a way get around this so they just dropped her basically um first of all do we want to talk about how this episode even came to be 
Yes. Like, friends, they were not like, hey, you know what? We should go to London. London was like, you should come to us. Like, Channel 4, basically, British Channel 4 was like, hey, we want you guys to film an episode here. Because I think friends had already started syndicating there. It was huge. It was huge. And again, sidebar, like, when we lived, when my family lived in England, Without cable, like, England only, you only have four channels. Like, that's it. And one of the things we could watch, like, was Friends and also Saved by the Bell. And it just was, like, so joyous, like, to see American television. And it was, like, season one of Friends. Like, it wasn't even good, you know? But you were just like, I feel at home a little bit. Um, But so they reached out to them and were like, hey, we want you guys to film here, right? And they were like, okay, we'll figure something out. Um, Which is funny because a lot of British people did not like this episode, these episodes. They thought, like, they didn't portray London very well. Hmm. And some people call it the one where they insult the English. (gasps) What? Why? But it's funny because they were asked to do it. Yes. Like, the Brits were like, please come. Yeah, Um, they, like, filmed in London and in, like, a studio in London. Yes. Yeah, even the, the studio scenes are, like, shot on location in the studio. Yeah, except the Phoebe ones. Except the Phoebe ones, yes. And and that is partially why, like, Phoebe doesn't go, because she was actually too pregnant to fly to England. And she ended up having her child the day this episode premiered, which I think is crazy. Yeah. Um, okay, so what else? I mean, Rachel realizes she's in love with Ross. How did she not know? She was like, nobody told me. Yeah. Um, yeah, when she's like, do I still have loving feelings for Ross? Do I have sexual feelings for Ross? And then she was like, oh, no. Um, but I, I do I do like that Phoebe was like, yeah, we all talk about it all the time. <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? Um, and then, of course, Joey and Chandler, they get to London and they, they want to go sightseeing. And Chandler's mortified by Joey's behavior. He's being like super tourist. He's standing in his map. Um, he buys that hat, that Union Jack hat from Richard Branson. Yeah. Billionaire. Who couldn't remember his lines. But like, he's a billionaire. Why are you in Friends? <laughs> like, he loved Friends. Everybody <laughs> loves Friends. <laughs> he just like wanted to be in it. Um, and so Joey goes out on his on his own and he meets Sarah Ferguson. Fergie. Duchess of York. Yeah. It was amazing. Which I also found out that... Um, they could not film in front of the Buckingham Palace, and it was because of Fergie. Oh. Like, I guess Fergie was kind of um, outspoken on Oprah and, like, did this friend thing, yeah. blah, 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 and the queen was just like, no. Were, were they divorced at this time, or was she... Because, you know, like, they, she was married to Andrew, and they separated. I do not know that. Hmm, we'll have to look up the timeline there. A lot of, lot of schisms in the British family around this time. Drama. Um, but I love—first of all, she's—so Rachel realizes she's in love with Ross. She now needs to go to England to go to the wedding. Um, and she, like, gets to the airport. She doesn't have enough money. She forgets her passport. she got to go home. She comes back. <laughs> she comes back. She sits next to Hugh Laurie. Yes, to Hugh Laurie, to House, who is actually British, who I don't know that a lot of people know that. And so he's just being his British asshole self. Um, <laughs> my favorite line was he was like, I think it's very clear that you guys were on a break. And like everyone loses their minds because that was, you know, that was the friend's thing. Um, but so all of these, you know, negative things are happening. Like the church where they're supposed to get married is like already being torn down. The food is not right. Like a lot of omens, guys. Yeah. Read the tea leaves. But they decide to make it work anyway. They decide to make it Emily work. Emily and Ross, it's happening. It is happening. So they get to their wedding venue. 
Joey's like making out with a bridesmaid who looks very familiar. I need to look yeah, her up. Yeah, she's someone. Yeah, she's definitely someone. Monica and Chandler, guys. This is the episode for Monica and Chandler. The knocking boots. Um, <laughs> so we get to the the episode with the actual wedding. It's beautiful. Like I would definitely yeah. want to get married. Rachel in a, shows up in track pants and flip flops. She's in like Adidas track pants and flip. She just left the gym. <laughs> she shows up at the wedding. She's seated. Russ sees her like it's a whole thing. She doesn't tell him. No, I misdeed. I got. Are you, did you really? Yes. Like so. Sidebar. A lot of sidebars. A lot of sidebars. <laughs> a couple of years ago, was in Vegas with my husband. He got robbed. Long story. Anyway, very, like, we're sort of, like, down in the dumps. Go to our room. We're going to, like, rally. Our friend sent us a bottle of champagne. It was great. We're, like, sitting in bed waiting to go to the show that we're going to. This episode comes on television. We're watching it on TBS, of course. And <laughs> Like a plug for TBS. <laughs> yes, TBS. And so, you know, Ross and Rachel, like, you know, whatever. Rachel's sitting. Ross comes down the aisle. They're standing, you know, getting ready. And the minister is, like, saying, you know, Emily, do you take Ross? Blah, blah, blah. And then we get to the point and Ross says, like, I take you, Rachel. Eric and I both shoot up out of bed and are like, (gasps) like, we've seen this episode a hundred times. And it is still so uncomfortable and so dramatic (laughs) when he says Rachel's name instead of Emily and the look on Emily's face and everyone, Everyone. Phoebe's on the phone and she's like, oh my God. Like, everyone is like, what the fuck? And then that was it. What I love about this is that no one knew. The audience was escorted out before this scene was filmed. <gasps> this really? was a tight secret. Oh my god. And then um then Elliot Gould almost ruined it on the Rosie O'Donnell show. <laughs> and so like Lisa Kudrow in another interview had to like cover it up by saying like they shot three different <gasps> alternative endings, which they didn't, but oh just to like gosh. confuse people. That is amazing. Um, we have the clip. I mean, we feel like we have to play it. Friends, family, are gathered to celebrate here today the joyous union of Ross and Emily. Now, Ross, repeat after me. I, Ross. I, Ross. Take thee, Emily. Take thee, Rachel. <laughs> Emily. <laughs> Emily. Shall I go on? He, he said Rachel, right? Do you think I should go up there? <laughs> yes, yes. Do go on. I think we'd better start again. Yes. It's, it's, it's so a huge cliffhanger for it, the end of a season. Yeah. Technically, the episode after this is also in part London. of this series. Yes, which there was no, like, to be continued. And the minister just says, do you want me to go on? And then that's it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like... I don't know. It's, it's very dramatic. So gr- well, going forward, it's so gross that they continue the wedding. Yes, 100, 100%. You know what's also and gross? And then Emily's like, no, we can't do this anymore. Like, blah, blah, blah. Why yeah. did you continue, like, leave your wedding? Yeah, just be like, no, you literally said someone else's name at the altar. She's right there. It's, like, amazing, too, that she's not like, bitch, get out of my wedding. <laughs> like, yeah. what are you doing? Why are you in track pants? So disrespectful. Um, one other thing that is always very jarring to me about this episode is Emily's hairpiece. Like, yeah, it's huge. She has that very sort of, like, short, blunt 90s haircut that Monica also has. And then when she actually gets married, her hair is gigantic. 
Um, but like all the fashion in these episodes is so like amazing. Butterfly clips, butterfly clip. I have a list. Butterfly clips that Kate Spade purse that Monica's packing when they're getting ready to go to the airport. All the Asian inspired dresses, and then like the tiny little like yes. crocheted bags that like go with everything. In oh my god, and their suits. The suits are not good. Oh um, my flattering. <laughs> but like it's still so charming. I don't know when you watch it. It's just like everything about it is amazing. This is peak friends. This is one of those like top five moments where everyone you remember. It's probably one of the top ten moments in television. Oh yeah, it's incredibly iconic. And you don't see it coming. Like you think even again, I, I gasped aloud in like 2014, but like it is still very captivating and funny without being like cheesy. I yeah. will say the desperation level on this episode is like zero. It's zero. They were asked to do it, first yeah. of all, and they made it work amazingly. Yes, amazingly. And it seems fun. And they do a good job of kind of like showcasing London, but it's not like. It's not like a promo for London, you know what I mean? Like they do their little, their um, tourist things, and that's you know it's fun. That's about yeah. it. Yeah, but very very fun, very iconic episodes of television, and just like great, great the that best. they went over the pond. Um, okay, do we have anything else for London? I don't think so. Well, we had to make some cuts. We did have to some, make some cuts. Some didn't make the cut. Yeah. <laughs> So I think we're going to move on to Italy. Ooh. Okay. Uh, Which, originally, we only had one show for Italy, and halfway through watching these episodes, I, w- I was like, Marin, we're, we're screwing this up. I can't believe we forgot one of our favorite shows of the year. Yeah. We'll get there. Okay. So you you watched all of the Everybody Loves Raymond. I did not. I ran out of time. My apologies. Someone is more dedicated and more alone. <laughs> At least more alone. At least I'm honest about it. At least I'm not going to try and fake my way through yeah. it. Well, I can, I can do it briefly. It wasn't like... We need to break this down. We need okay. to talk about By it. By the way, Everybody Loves Raymond was on for like 10 years. Yeah. People don't talk about it a lot, I don't think. Maybe because I didn't really watch it it's, that much. It's pretty good for multicam. It is fun. Sitcom. And I don't know. Pa- Simple. Patricia Heaton just like straight up working for like 20 years. Yeah. Now she's been on the middle for like eight years. Like, okay, we get it. You're How rich. is that on? Okay. <laughs> Everybody Loves Raymond. Italy, part one and two. Uh-huh. It came out in the year 2000. In the year 2000. This was the 100th and 101st episode oh, for wow. the show. Okay, I like that. So That's kind of like a celebration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, synopsis, Marie and Frank announce that they're all going to Italy to visit the former cousin's house, and everyone is excited to go except Raymond. What? Why is he Debbie Downer? <laughs> During the trip, Ray's brother Robert is attracted to a woman named Stefania and tries to get past her father to meet her. So... The parents have been saving money. Actually, just Marie has been secretly saving money uh-huh. to take the entire family to Italy, their origin place. Okay. And, of course, Raymond's not excited. He doesn't want to go with his family. Yes. It just sounds like a nightmare. Right. And Deborah's super pumped. They're going to Italy. They, guys, it's just beautiful oh, yeah. right off of the bat. Have you been to Italy? I have not. I have not either. And it's just the, the, the sure. next the next ones we're going to talk about. Is like I was trying to book a flight after I watched them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so this episode, Raymond just being a downer. Um, Robert just got out of a relationship and he meets someone like at the gelato shop. Ooh, that's where I want to meet someone and at the gelato Stefania shop. Stefania works mm-hmm. for her father. They both work there, and he's like not having it, okay. so they have to like meet up secretly. Ooh. Um, what else happens? 
Oh, Brad Garrett almost did not do these episodes what? until he got a raise. Oh, well, he deserved it. Yeah. I mean, he's like definitely the second funniest part of that show. Yeah. Um, good um, for him. Yeah. So this was actually filmed like in a small town outside of Rome. It feels very like authentic Italy. Mm-hmm. But one of the problems I have with this episode, the music. What do you mean? It sounds like Epcot Italy. <laughs> like it doesn't sound <laughs> like I'm in Italy. Okay. It sounds like I'm in Italy. Uh-huh, with quote unquote. Yeah. yeah. Like it felt... Mm, gross. And another thing, like, eventually Raymond's, like, he sees, like, the wonder of the city and falls in love with Italy. Uh-huh. But he, like, ignores his own children for, like, the entire episode. Don't they have, like, those and blonde-headed ends- twins? Yes. Yeah. And he ends up playing soccer with, like, random boys. And I all I could think of was, like, go play with your kids. <laughs> your kids are doing something around here. Um, um, but he falls in love with Italy. The pizza is great. Like, Of Italy. course. Yeah. It's Italy. Um, he wins Deborah over. They go on a bike ride. She breaks her arm during the. <laughs> it's like a montage. Uh-huh. Um, it's just really cute. It won a Writers Guild Award. Oh, um, I don't know. I would say like it's like a four or five on the four. desperation level. It came about actually because the show's creator um, asked what he was going to do over the summer, and the creator suggested he go to Italy, and he said he wasn't really interested, Ray said he wasn't really interested in other people's cultures, which is what Ray says on the episode before they go. Where does this fall in the timeline of the actual show? I mean, if it's 100 episodes, five. five, Yeah. So it's kind of in the middle. I I feel like, I mean, if they were to go anywhere, they went to the right place. Yeah. But it doesn't... I don't think it was necessary, mm-hmm. and it didn't do much for the story of the show. Yeah. Is it fun? Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, but that's it? Yeah. I will say, I wonder if, you know, that kind of season four, season five, season six is kind of that magic number of, like, one, you're starting to run out of stories. Like, you've already done 100 episodes. Like, that's crazy. Two, you also have such a big budget at that point. Like, I've heard stories for, about friends where, like, they would straight up have, like, caviar buffets for lunch because what? they're— budget think about it like they just had money to burn so much money to burn like we were talking about this like right now if your show gets like a two like nielsen rating like it is a success like a smash hit like when empire came out it got a four and everyone was like losing their goddamn minds Mm -hmm. friends got like a 21 (laughs) like every single week like 25 30 million people were tuning in the time that that episode came out to watch it because there was nothing else. You know what I mean? It was like TV was different. I get it. But so with those increase in ratings, like you have so much advertising dollars that go pumped right back into your show. And you're like, I guess we'll have some caviar. I, know. I guess we'll go to Rome. But, I mean, think about it. If you were on a show, I'd go anywhere. Oh my I'd God. always be like, let's go. Let's go to Georgia. Let's go. Let's, <laughs> let's go to Georgia. Let's Why go camping. Georgia? Like, I, I'm just <laughs> ransacking place. Like, I would go anywhere. Totally. You would go to, uh, where was it? Ohio for your, your Paramount Kings Island. Yeah, yeah. I'd go to Kings Island. You'd go there. Um, okay, so middle of the road on the desperation level. Didn't really need it, but fun. You know, I don't need it because these episodes that came out in 2017 are the best Italy episodes of television that weren't actually that weren't a television show from Italy. <laughs> okay, so I wanna I wanna lose my shit over these two episodes right now, but I also know that we will talk about this show in our binges. We talked on. about it all year. Yes, and I rewatched them again. I like watched them as soon as they came out, and then I rewatched them for this episode. And I 
was like straight up crying, laughing. Guys, we're talking about Master of None season two. The first two episodes. The first two episodes. Let me preface You've got to tell your anecdote so, immediately. Um, there are only two episodes out of the season that take place in Italy. My mom watched these two episodes and thought she had seen the entire season. So I went home and I was talking to my parents about another episode that occurs later. And my dad had no clue what I was talking about. And my mom was arguing with me that, like, he went to Italy and then he went back to New York. Like, that was the season. No, that's just the first two episodes. First two. Um, I love that. I will say, like, I want to live in these two episodes for the rest of my life. Um, Okay, do you want to read the synopsis? Sure. While in Italy learning to make pasta... Dev meets a girl who he makes a real connection with, only to have his future date plans go awry when a thief steals his mobile phone. On his way to a wedding, Arnold stops by to explore Modena with Dev without revealing the whole truth about his trip. So the first episode is all the girl, and the whole first episode is in black and white. The first episode is like an homage to Bicycle Thieves, Mm -hmm. a 1948 Italian film. It's very good if you have not seen it. I highly recommend. Um, But it's about, like, in post-war Italy, a working-class man's bicycle is stolen, and he and his son try to find it. Okay. It's really good, guys. Um, But, yeah, so the whole first episode, all in black and white, half of it is subtitled, if not more, is subtitled. Mm -hmm. I will say half of what makes me laugh is... Aziz Ansari Dev speaking Italian. Yes. Because he's he's allora. actually allora. I have that as a note. Um he's actually very his he's actually almost fluent in Italian. A lot of this is like based on his real life. Like Aziz did most of this. Um like he did go to Italy to like learn how to make pasta. A lot of the things that happened in this episode and the second episode actually happened while he was there. The places he ate, he really did eat. A lot of the people he was friends with in Italy are in these episodes. Um so he, he's having the best time. He's having the best the time. End. Yes. He learned to speak Italian, but just like he's so tiny, he's so expressive and then like having him speak like one of the most expressive languages is just it's too much it's like when you went to see elf and half of the like comedy of that movie was will ferrell in his yellow tights like dev <laughs> speaking it like italian is just it's too much it was just like making me laugh so hard um but the other thing that makes me laugh so hard is the kid the kid i don't know i need to see him more I he know. is amazing he's just a chubby little boy mm-hmm. who loves food yeah. he wants his photos with celebrities yes yeah. and he shits on dev the whole yeah. time it's great um but it's super fun we meet francesca who's the granddaughter of the woman he's learning to make pasta from she's beautiful and just like fun and cool and like yeah. has great hair she needs to shut up <laughs> she needs to shut she's up too cool. she looks like she's from the 60s like she just yeah. like she look she's got it's eyes like perfect for what yeah. they were going for yes um the food obviously it's it's straight food porn these, should we just talk about the first episode? The food in that looks great. Yeah. They're making pasta. Mm-hmm. They eat pasta. Yes. <laughs> they, um, Dev gets like a pie for his birthday. Pie cake? I can't tell. I think it's a pie. It says his name on it. Uh-huh. They it really looks did, great. That's a real thing. They His friends in Italy really made an Aziz pie, and it looked exactly like that. Aziz pie. Aziz pie. Um, but he does. He goes to this restaurant, um, Osteria Giusti, for a sad solo lunch for his birthday. <laughs> and he meets someone who... Made a reservation for a solo lunch, but a month, she's a month too early. Correct. Is what happens. So they end up eating together. Yes. 
He's very into her. Mm-hmm. They exchange numbers. Mm-hmm. His phone gets stolen. His phone gets stolen. So then it's like bicycle thieves. Yep. He and this little boy are trying to find his phone. Yeah. Which is very comical. They think they find the thief. They can't find the phone. The police officer is like, we can't find the phone. And then he stays at the thief's house for pasta like with the, with the mom. It's like very charming. The whole thing is just oozing with charm. After... This was the episode. After I watched this episode, I went to, like, Expedia.com, and I was like, how much are flights to Italy? I need to go immediately. Yes. So Modena is a very small, charming city, and I think it's, like, become more of a tourist destination because it's a food destination. Yeah. Because of, like, these restaurants. It's a food destination, and bikes are everywhere. A lot of bikes, yes. But it's, like, you know, normally you think, like, Rome, Venice, Florence, and it's, like, Modena has kind of become a place that a lot lot more tourists go to. Um, So then we get into the second episode. And if you guys watched Master of None season one— I think Alfred is, like, the best character. You mean Arnold? Arnold. Did I say Alfred? What just happened? Alfred. Um, Made-up character? No, I'm just thinking Batman. I don't know. Yeah, Eric Wareheim is amazing. So, Big Bud, Little Bud. He is Big Bud. He's probably, what, six, seven? He's very tall. Aziz is very short. Yes. This is kind of—some of this episode's kind of based on true— Life. Yes. They went on a fancy Italian vacation together. Mm-hmm. Some of the things that happened in the episode happened in their life. Yes. Um, like and, the restaurant experience. Yes. So Ugh. they do go food porn. to Osteria Frances- Francescana. If you guys um, are familiar with the Netflix series Chef's Table, um, they actually do a whole episode on this restaurant. I actually had some friends recently eat there as well, and they were like, it was the most amazing experience of our lives. The chef is amazing. He's actually married to an American woman. The number one restaurant in the world. In the world. Right now. Yes. And <laughs> their experience, just the two of them together, like, I just want to be friends with them. They're so yeah. fun. It's Oh, and amazing. earlier in this episode, they show you, like, really how to do a good boomerang where you, like, kiss your food and wave. Uh-huh. Hi, cutie. <laughs> Hi, cutie. Um, but they also, <laughs> they sing a lot. Um, and their their little song about eating in Italy is one of my favorite things. Should we play it? Eating in Italy is my favorite thing. Eating in Italy is my favorite thing. <laughs> eating in Italy is my favorite thing. Um, they're... <laughs> Just the two of them. So then they're eating, They're basically eating their way through Modena, and then it's time to go to this wedding. And Arnold has not been honest with Dev about whose wedding it is. It's actually his ex-girlfriend of 11 years. And she's marrying his doppelganger. Yeah, straight up twins. He's a smaller, smaller Arnold, but basically looks exactly like him. So they go to this wedding, and they're on their way. And while they're driving there, they're in a Fiat and it gets stuck. It gets stuck between two walls. <laughs> Literally which two walls. Which actually happened to them. Actually happened. Dev is able to, like, climb out the top. Eric Wareheim gets stuck and is freaking the fuck out. Like, his, like, stress level goes from, like, zero to 100 so quickly. And he then he's like, I'm stuck in two ways because the car <laughs> is stuck and he gets stuck in the sunroof. It's too much, guys. It's too much. But then they take mopeds. They <sighs> go to, like, a cheese tasting. Then they go to this wedding that's beautiful. Things happen, but then they all jump in the pool, and it's magical. Yeah. It's I just an Italian fantasy. I want to live in these episodes for the rest of my life. Arnold's wearing a beautiful white suit, like linen, just looking ravishing as like a six, seven giant man. Like, it just everything about this was done so well. It's so funny. It's so charming. Yeah. 
best show of the year, in my yeah. opinion. Remember, though, he goes back to New York, and there is more episodes after the, <laughs> yes. these two. Unlike, unlike Cindy Burris, there are like eight to ten more episodes. Yeah. I can't remember how many are in the season. Um, Desperation level zero. Zero. Like, it feels... Well, first of all, it is a continuation from season one. Dev, they they break up, and he goes to Italy. So we, like, see him flying to Italy. Yeah, they could have skipped it. Yes, completely. If they wanted to. Yeah, they didn't need it. But it, you pick right back up of, like, what's happening with Dev's life. And it's just... It's perfection. Yeah. I, if it... If this doesn't, like, get nominated and, like, I, I just, I can't, guys. Like, well, things. a different episode won an Emmy. Yes, so. I know. But it's just, like. But it also deserved it. I know. It's just everything about it is just lovely and delightful. If you haven't seen Master of None, watch it, guys. What are you doing? Okay. No more Italy? I guess. I mean, we're, we're, f- we're flying out. We're flying out. If we didn't cover this city in our European episodes, we would be remiss. Yeah. Guys, we got to talk about Paris. And what show went to Paris? Blossom went to Paris. We don't talk enough about Blossom. Actually, we should really buckle down and do Blossom because it's kind of crazy. It is kind of crazy. I feel like we both realized that like maybe we didn't know Blossom as well as we thought we did yeah. watching these episodes. It's a very sexual show. So sexual. Um, okay, first of all, I'll read the synopsis and then we can talk about how we actually watched these episodes. <laughs> Uh, so the fourth season opener finds Blossom Russo off to France, fleeing boyfriend Vinny and looking to stay with her estranged mother, now a cabaret singer in Paris. <laughs> no. Uh, the TV series teen visits her mother in France and proceeds to cause confusion with her brothers. Um, all right. Ugh. Blossom, real hard to find, guys. Yeah. Not easy. The first two seasons are on DVD. Yes. Good luck finding the rest. <laughs> We had to watch it on YouTube, mm-hmm. but in a way, it was like a square, small square within the YouTube box, mm-hmm. and that square was also kind of blurry. Yes, and then I watched it at two x speed um, because I Which needed is to get through insane. it. Six sounds like a mouse. <laughs> so we really we like there was it, this is four episodes. That's insane to me that there are four episodes. Well, it's. Two hours. It's just, it's a TV movie. It's just like family ties. I know, but like, this was over four weeks. So they spent a month of the first season or of the season, like, that's already making the desperation level high. So high. Bottom of a month. Yes. Okay. So there's no theme song in these episodes. No, I hated it. I hated it. Like, that's the best part of Blossom is seeing her dance. It's my ringtone. (laughs) It's the best part of Blossom. It is her ringtone, people. Um, But like, so Blossom goes, She, and, you know, there had been some, like, tension with Vinny and with her dad when she actually goes to uh, Paris. And she thinks, well, she's kind of testing it out. Like, she's thinking about maybe going to school in France. Yeah, she's 16. But she also wants to see her mom. Her mm-hmm. mom has been very MIA yep. in her life. And she, with good reason, she sucks. She's terrible. She For, is the worst. She's not a great cabaret singer either. No. She, no club in Paris would hire her to be a cabaret singer. No, she's not fun enough. She wasn't smoking. I feel like you have to smoke if you're she's, a cabaret she's singer. She's not talented. She doesn't care about her kids. No. She treats them like friends. Yeah. Like, I'm just having a drink with my girlfriend kind of friends. And she stands she up. She gives awesome. terrible advice. She stands up her own daughter. Mm-hmm. It's, it's She's garbage. Um, did you catch in one of the later episodes when Tony and Joey go to see her as well? Because... 
they also ultimately go to Paris. Joey only wants to go because he misses Blossom. It's actually very sweet. He doesn't want to talk to his he mom. He doesn't want to talk to his mom. But so they end up in Paris, too, and then Vinny's there as so, well. So Blossom goes, and then the boys, the brothers go, um, in a way, like, they're delivering a package. Yes. And in this blurry square... <laughs> There is a person working this service mm-hmm. place, and I was like, I know who that is. It's Steven Root, guys. Yeah. Even in a blurry small square, I yeah. can tell who that is. You could tell. I know. I did the same thing. I was like, wait, what? Um, there's also another opportunity for uh, a blurry square moment where we were like, oh, that's Brittany Murphy. I mean, you can hear it. You can hear it. You didn't even need to Yeah, you didn't so need to see six her. is, she actually went to Paris because her, they were best friends mm-hmm. in real life. So she actually went to Paris and filmed some things, but in reality, she's back at home. In L.A. Like, interviewing new best friends, just Mm -hmm. trying to survive. Yes. (laughs) Just trying to hold on. Um, So, as you can tell, there's a lot of, like, bullshit going on in these episodes. Like Right off the bat, though, she meets, like, a fine 19-year-old French waiter, Mm -hmm. and I was like, yeah, into this plot. Named Laurent. Laurent. Super fun to say. Laurent. Um, Yeah. So Tony and, and Joey get this package. More espionage, like more like tomfoolery. What is People it are about following them. Flying to a foreign country, you're there are spies. Like do you think it's just that's that, like a common theme in movies and television? Yeah, do you why think is that? It's just that nature of like foreign. Like it's like foreigners, yeah. like you don't know. They're like, bad. They're they're bad. Again, like this is eighties and nineties TV, like East Germany and like the Russians were still the bad guys. Um, although there is like a straight up reference to uh, Desert Storm, like the, like the first <laughs> Iraq war. And I was like, what? Did we need this Kuwait conversation in this like very light, fl- fluffy 22 uh, minute television show? Um, go ahead. No, I was just going to say my problem really is with the mom and Blossom storyline, because yeah. that's really why she went. Mm-hmm. And then she's so disappointed. At one point, her mom gives her boy boy advice and says, guitar players are very good with their hands. And then my relationships are disasters. Ask your dad. Like, you're the worst. Like, I couldn't believe it, how bad she was. This is a sitcom. It's the worst. And, like, she doesn't know how old Blossom is. She thinks she's 15. She's actually 16. And it's just... (sighs) Blossom's super smart, right? But it's like she... It takes her too long to realize... That this is not going to work. Well, she didn't want to believe it. I know. But it's like she's smart. She's very pragmatic, like thoughtful, introspective girl. Like your mom sucks. Like there's a reason that you haven't seen her that much. And like, you know what it is? She doesn't want to see you. Like, ugh, rough, but true. And then Vinny shows up. The craziest, the absolute craziest thing about Blossom in Paris is that Paris is actually a very, very small town. <laughs> and everyone finds Blossom within five minutes of landing there. Yes. No cell phones, like nothing. Um, and Blossom is on her date with Laurent. And they kiss. They kiss. Vinny sees it. Vinny sees it. And it's just right from the start. This is after—the reason Vinny goes to Paris is because he has asked Mr. Russo for Blossom's hand in marriage. They're teenagers. Teenagers. And Mr. Russo says, he's like, you know how I feel about teen marriage? And I was like, what? Who? How do you feel? (laughs) You're obviously okay with it. Who feels good about teen marriage? Like, the same thing with Saved by the Bell last week. Like, why is everyone trying to get, like, married and settle down at, like, 17? In the early 90s. This was 1993. Were teenagers older in the 90s? Like, you know what <laughs> I mean? Were teenagers older <laughs> in the 90s? I don't know. Do they really more mature or something? Like, is this a normal thing that you would even think about getting married at 16? You're a sophomore in Ugh. high school. What the hell? 
gross. I don't know. It's very strange. Um, and then, side note, Blossom's dad and Six's mom during this whole there's a there's a, a relationship. They that's building. It's yeah. building. They kiss. Um, but I will say, Six's mom and Blossom's mom. Look a lot alike, yeah. which means Mr. Russo has a type. He does. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, side note, the Blossom's dad is hot. And I was like, what? <laughs> no. From that blurry square? That's no. what you thought? No. But I will also say that um, Six's mom is the same woman who plays Vicky in Full House. And right away, I was like, oh, that's Vicky. Fun fact. Fun fact. She's in 10 episodes of, of Blossom and 16 episodes of Full House. I looked it up on yeah. IMDb. But yeah, that's kind of It's just like yeah, a fun It ends thing. up like... Blossoms on her date. Vinny finds a random, like, grown woman to date. Yeah. And they're, like, trying to make each other jealous. And then they end up dancing and falling in love. And they look like they're 12 years old. Yeah. It's kind of gross. Yeah. Um, and then they, like, fly back home together. And Joey and the other brother, the former drug addict brother, yeah, go. Like, they want, they, like, get caught up in this espionage thing but end up actually helping yeah, they like they give this mummified head. The package turns out to be a straight up mummified head. They give it to like I don't know the right person, and yeah. he's like, "You want a trip to Bolivia?" And then they end up in Bolivia. Nothing happens. made sense. Um, the only thing that makes sense is that everywhere in the world, people understand that Joey is dumb. Like I feel really bad like, for Joey immediately. Like he doesn't even have to speak, and it's people like, are like, "You're oh, dumb." Oh, you're wearing a leather jacket and a flannel around your waist. You must be an idiot. <laughs> like I don't understand. And like they're cruel to him. Like, yeah, cruel. And it's just like he's—is he like, too dumb to understand? He was smart enough to know like who to give that mummified head to. Yeah, I mean he's not that dumb. I mean he's so cute. And it's like even at this point. So this is season four, right? Mm-hmm. It's the beginning of season four. Like they're still getting those woes, and yeah. like you can just hear. You just I, know oh, girls around uh, the world were like, oh I, my god. I read, so this is why I want to go back to Blossom. The episode after this, Six's character falls in love with like a older runaway guy or something, and is played by David Schwimmer, and I need to see it. <laughs> they like, and then the ap- episode after that, they run away together. The thought of David Schwimmer playing anyone that's like a bad guy well, is he, just too much. Yeah. He was kind of, no, he wasn't bad in the Wonder Years. No. Like, to the family, he was bad, but I mean, he was fine. not great as as Robert Kardashian um, <laughs> in The People versus O.J. Simpson, but that's a whole different thing. I don't know. Desperation on this high. Yes. I'm going to go, like, seven, seven, eight. Six, seven. It just, again, it feels like, why? Yeah. And four episodes is a lot, because honestly, in episode four, they just go home. Nothing happens. Yeah, it's literally a wrap-up. It could have been done in five minutes, but we watch it for 20 minutes of it. Yeah, and it's like you just see your mom be shittier. Blossom finally realizes, like, it's not working out. And but then she's, like, still in love with Vinny. It's fine. Yeah. Vinny, played by David Lasher. Just just the, the heartthrob yeah. of the 90s in every show. First of all, got to start on Hey Dude. Yeah. The best. Josh from Clueless, the TV show. Uh-huh. I think he was also a Josh and Sabrina, the college years. Yeah, he looks like a Josh. He doesn't look like Josh. a Vinny. He doesn't look like a Vinny to me. No. Vinny feels like very like Vinny. Like, Vinny's like a leather jacket. Yeah. Vinny's like Joey. Yeah. Give Swap them. Swap them yeah. out. But as we previously... We did it. Season four name swap. As we previously discussed, though, Joey can only be called Joe. Like, he only plays characters that are Joey because maybe he's 
dumb in real life I and know. he can't differentiate. We, we talked about that in our Lawrence episode. I know. Um, but yeah, he looks like he could be a Vinny for sure. Vinny Russo, of course. Yeah, yeah Vinny that's a Russo. Perfect name. It's a perfect okay, name. Okay, so if Blossom and Vinny get married, Vinny takes her name. <laughs> perfect. Love it. Um, okay. We did Europe. We did. That was kind of fun. I'm sure there's lots it was of other like, things. It's kind of fun, but I think next week's going to be more fun because we're going to the most magical place on earth. Yes. And like this is a place it's so near and dear to your heart. Like and just like everyone went to Disney in the 90s. Yeah, everyone. We have to cut some. We do. There are so many. There are so many and they're all all the episodes are available. So it's like too much. Yeah. It's too much for us to watch. I am um, so excited to talk about something I am very knowledgeable in. Yes, you are very knowledgeable. We're going to Disney. Disney World, we're going to Disneyland. We're going to be all over the place. Yeah. Um have has anyone ever gone to Euro Disney? No, I don't think so. You know who's gone to Euro Disney? You. Yeah, me. I Why have. don't you brag about it some more? <laughs> it's magical. They had they had sweet popcorn. It was the highlight of my life. Sweet popcorn. Um, I will say one really quick stray thought that I didn't mention in our Friends episode. Okay. Did you notice that Joey was wearing a Hawaiian shirt the whole time <laughs> they were in London? He was wearing a shirt that said the big kahuna. No. And I was just like, oh, he knew that we were going to do our Hawaii episode first. Before we did Europe, he just, it was a little Easter egg just for me, and I was so excited about it. I'm happy for you. Thank you. Um, okay, so as always, guys, you can find us on Instagram at Fangirls Fridays Podcast. Find us on Twitter, FGF Podcast. Um, you can find us on Facebook. Email us if you have something to say. Yeah. Hello, fangirls at gmail.com. Yeah. We'll probably reply. Tell I like us. to. I like to read those emails. Tell us about your European vacations. I love, yeah. I love Especially that. Especially if they involve espionage yes. in any way. <laughs> Definitely if they involve espionage. Um, and so until next week when we visit the most magical place on earth. Bye. Bye. Fangirl Fridays is brought to you by TV Time. Download the TV Time app to track your favorite shows and join the fangirl conversation. And be sure to follow us at Natalie Burris and Maren Zabrowski.